Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to the live. <laughs> Welcome to the replay. If you're joining us after the fact, and you're probably the only, you'll only be seeing this little segment of Welcome to the Replay if you're not joining us live. So we always have to clarify that whether we're live or not thing. So hello. You know, in this setup right here, I have the computer down there, so I can't actually see the chat. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. In your stomach right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's punishing me for eating dove. Well, the thing is, Connor took the table. <laughs> I would normally have the laptop oh, set up on. yeah. So right now we have the setup with the camera. So, hi, Mike and Shauna here. So, <laughs> so I guess what I'm going to do, oh my gosh, is bring this over here somehow. Should we just start over? No. No? Okay. No. I'll just, I'll have it here. They can't really see it in the picture. Um, it'll look like I'm shorter than you, but you know. <laughs> uh, so, see, we have Bonnie, uh, Donna, Gordon's in there, Gwen. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. David's greeting. Set the laptop on your lap. I know, it's on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping it off just because, you know, it gets hot sitting on the lap like that. So, and Shauna's sharing stuff out. So, Bonnie says, hi, sis. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> so, yeah, we thought we would just um, kind of recap what's been going on. Of course, we had an investigation on Friday, which uh, was interesting. There was a lot of good history there. It's frustrating at times because of the exterior noise. So Yeah, it was too, way too close to... I mean, it's in an area where there's too much going on. Um, and I think there was some drag racing going on. There was definitely there some drag racing been. going on. And um, it was near a bar, and which is unfortunate because if it had been quieter, I mean, the place was, we had plenty of personal experiences, but um, there was nothing... The signal wasn't really good, so we couldn't go live. Couldn't go live, yeah. Um, and listening to the audio, you know, for the place, there's going to be a lot of voices from outside, yeah. you know. Um, but in my initial going over some stuff last night, because I was getting some clips for the Hunter Road Media 65 um, Alexa skill, which if you're not on that, if you have an Alexa, if you have an Amazon Echo, you can uh, get the Hunter Road Media 365, and you can get the uh, Hunter Road Media Daily Tarot with, with Vanessa. Um, for that, I was looking for some sound bites to include for the 365, and there might be some voices there that are responding to us that are not from outside. So we shall see. I'm hoping to hear, listen for a cat. Yeah, Shauna was feeling a cat there. And when I say feeling a cat, I don't mean like I could feel the presence of a cat. I mean that I could physically feel something rubbing against my leg and um, when I was sitting. And, you know, I felt it, you know, once and then I kind of like blew it off. But then I felt three, another three hard passes, hard rubs against my leg and um, never heard anything. But that doesn't mean... 
you know, wouldn't be my first interaction with the spirit of a cat. So, yeah, yeah, definitely have experienced some animal spirits in the past. So. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we get anything from there. That was in the costume room. So this location, you know, the history behind it is very, very interesting. So um, we'll talk a little bit about it in the video. But it was on the site of an old hotel, which they tore down. This is in the 1800s, 1872, 73, right around there. And they used the bricks from the old hotel in the theater. So you know, we're like, we're down in the basement and we're seeing the bricks down there. Like these are bricks from the old hotel and we still need to figure out how long the hotel had been there. Yeah. So parts of that building, you know, have, are more like 150, maybe 200 years old. We need to find out. Uh, but then like a couple of years after it opened, it got knocked down in a tornado <laughs> Yeah, and they rebuilt it again. You know, so, so definitely appreciate the efforts to do that because, as you all know, there's quite a lot of people out there that could care less about uh, these historical places and just want to level them to put something more modern or something that's, you know. Yeah. Um, Donna's saying cat or pervy ghost. Oh, not a pervy ghost. Usually whenever a human gets near me, I get... You know, I can feel that. Um, I have noticed that I do not ever get the same kind of feelings whenever uh, dealing with animals. So, if it was a human, he was in he was in stealth mode. <laughs> so, and Bonnie is saying that she loves the glasses. She calls me Professor Mike when <laughs> I have the glasses on. Uh, well, I'm going to be on the road here in a little bit since it's overcast and not bright out. Uh, my eyes tend to dry out when I'm driving, so I'd rather have the glasses for that. And since I'm not going to need sunglasses today, even more so. So yeah. um, Another cool spot in the building was definitely uh, down in the bowels of it oh in the speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, I, was very, it was, I was very anxious down there. Yeah, I, now that was like the spider graveyard down there oh my god oh my gosh i'm I mean, gonna have this, nightmares about that yeah uh you know i've Oops. seen i've seen some movies do spider webs really well others not so much and it's always made me kind of wonder well, how do they do that how do they pull that off but this was like you know and i've even questioned some some movies as yeah that's kind of overdoing it with the spider webs but this was like spider webs all over the place hanging like they do in some of those different movies it's like wow okay so this is kind of legit but the thing that the movies don't put in there it's all the spider carcasses and there were just <laughs> hundreds of I don't, I don't even want to know the number of them luckily nothing moved yeah nothing That's was my moving problem. Was, they were all they were they were carcasses for sure but, i mean um, i'm yeah. fine with a spider too actually until it moves once it starts wiggling I I can't mm -hmm. handle that, but yeah, it it, it was definitely um, I really liked it down there. But I, as far as the experience goes, but I hate basements. Um, <laughs> now I like mineral springs. Tammy Heitzman is putting up a bunch of uh, spider icons for you. Love you, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, it's Tammy show up. Shay Carroll. <laughs> yeah, um, David makes them crunchy when you eat. No. <laughs> that's kind of gross. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I don't eat spiders. But, um, uh. Yeah, I wanted to go into that, that one back corner 
And I just, there was no way I was going to be able to navigate the spider webs with how far down that they were hanging. And I mean, when you shine, that's some good pictures. Check out the photos. When you shine your flashlight up and like actually shed light on it, it's just like, that was crazy. But I did hear a voice between you and I while we were down there. So I'll have to go back through the footage and, uh, and see if we actually did get a voice. You know, it was used as a saloon until, you know, later on it became a speakeasy after Prohibition. And you can still see some of the painted lettering from when it was a saloon. It, it's it's up there. So they would go up and watch the shows and then come down and have some drinks. You know, um, it's, to me, it was kind of a shame. They, they put that elevator in there. So the elevator blocked off the original entrance to the speakeasy and you had to go around. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, I still question that. Why in the world do they have a elevator in there? I don't know. I'm not trying to criticize the place because it's a wonderful historic location, but um, I think that they could have used money raised for that and other things first <laughs> rather than an elevator. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe so. soundproof it. Like soundproof it. Soundproofing yeah. would be wonderful in there. I thought it was kind of interesting and I would love to see if there's, if anybody has any old interior shots of it, because you could see where the balcony was. Yeah. And where they had the old box seats. But I'd love to see how, because we've, we've seen on the golden ride, how the facade of that looked. And so I'd love right. to see some original photos of the facade. Yeah. The, the, old, balcony. the old pictures, like if you go to the golden rod page on Facebook or the golden rod website, you can see what it looked like when it was in like, it's pristine. Chuck you know, hey, Chuck. Um, and it was just beautiful in there. I mean, just what it looked like when it was in its prime in the showroom. Um, it's really amazing. Um, you know, I, and whenever we went uh, into the showroom at the opera house, you know, it was kind of smaller on a smaller scale, you know, of the goldenrod. Yeah. It was kind of hard, but, um, but when I was in there, you know, there was some energy in there with me, um, like coming out of the gate right away. Um, in the area between the first row of seats and the stairs to go up to the stage, um, there was definitely something there. And then something had poked me um, on the arm and I blew it off, but then it happened again. So I was like, well, maybe there is something there. Rebecca Gardner is saying that she hopes you are feeling better. (laughs) (laughs) You had some issues last night. Oh my gosh, you know, you may see me posting on here by next week that I'm like in bed with pneumonia or something. Um, I don't know what happened. I was sleeping and I woke up and somehow it aspirated something into my, it's in my left lung. And I know I need to get it out of there or it's going to settle and become pneumonia. But I was like, kind of worried for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, it was really weird because you were totally crashed out and then all of a sudden you just like sprang up and... Or hacking, literally, like hacking up your lung. Yeah, like I was, I was having some serious trouble breathing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, finally, it kind of leveled itself out, and then I went to work, and I really started feeling bad. But uh, a cure for nausea, in case nobody knows, ginger beer. Ginger beer. It is non-alcoholic, but it works better than ginger ale ever thought of working. And I don't know what the difference is, but oh, it's more ginger. Yeah, it, it was outstanding. I, w- I was able to work for several hours. You know, it took the edge off the first glass of it that I had, and the second glass, it was like completely gone. So, and usually ginger ale just does not do that for me. I have to take something, you know, with medicine in it. But um, 
ginger beer. Ginger beer. There you Who go. Knew? It was really sweet because you, yeah, you gave me a little sip of it. Like, well, but it was good. Honestly. Yeah. So I'm like gonna keep it in the house. You know, I mean, I would have never ever, never ever thought of of using that. But so there you go. Yeah, you deal with gardener saying ginger helps or peppermint. Yeah, ginger is fantastic for the digestive system. I always try to keep a little ginger ale with real ginger. You don't want just the ginger flavor ginger ale, but stuff that has real ginger. I always keep a little bit of something in the fridge, and you could use that. I know you don't like it. <laughs> kombucha or kombucha or however you pronounce it. Oh, my God. You um, know, kombucha. The, gin, the ginger aid stuff. <laughs> it, bother, it. it bothers me. <laughs> Stuff because it's, there's well, stuff it's floating in it. It's like fermented ginger. It's so, yeah. fermented, yeah, and there's stuff floating in it. You know, as a general rule, we've all been programmed that if there's something floating in it, don't drink it. You know, and so and it smells bad and it tastes bad, and I just, ugh, I can't. Tammy Heisman is saying, um, she started using DoTerra oils. They yeah. made a world of difference for Zach, her son, and his lung asthma issues when he gets sick. So I've actually. Tammy, if, if you and she's wanna... also saying that ginger tea is the only thing that helped her nausea when she was pregnant. And if you have like a link for those oils and stuff like that, if you want to like message that to me, I wouldn't mind looking at it. Yeah. Facebook it to me because I, I love, you know, essential oils, you know, are, they're right. I, I love them. You know, anytime, you know, there's, there's a, a great many things that you can use them for. You know, and it's not uh, it's not a pill, you know, and it's not something that's going to, like, totally destroy your kidneys and your whatever, like other pain medicines do. So I'm all for trying anything natural. It may take longer mm-hmm. to work, but, I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie is saying bitters and soda water. I haven't tried that. Uh, Kellyanne is saying there's really good kombucha or kombucha at Aldi now. Oh, yeah. It's probably that stuff that, that I usually get, the stuff that you have in the fridge right now. Um, is it the, is it the one that, I mean, they have like different varieties, different flavors. The one that I usually pick up, I think they call it the Ginger Aid or whatever. Um, and Tammy said she'll send you the link. Yeah. So, uh, Rebecca Gardner saying, those of us that are sensitive to retrogrades, please know Mercury Retrograde starts March 22nd. I thought we were in the middle of Mercury Retrograde. Mm, no, I knew there was one okay. coming up. Great. Great. Okay. Because yeah, I get very, I get very moody with retrograde. Like things set me off a lot. I'm known to be more uh, vocal during a retrograde. <laughs> like it doesn't take much to set me off on a rant, and nobody is spared from that. So I have to kind of rain it in. <laughs> we could always rant about something. <laughs> Plenty of stuff to rant about, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um so what else we have going on? Okay, so yesterday we did a follow up and I and I, I can't let the cat out of the bag on that one. But just to <laughs> let you guys know, we did a follow up on our Clark Evans I guess you'd call it an investigation yeah. or research. And so we returned to a cemetery it's kind of the last bit of the story because we have the whole rest of the story and it's just a matter of figuring out where exactly his body's at. And so, um, you know, last year when we were there, it was what, just the beginning of the fall, maybe in the summer, somewhere along yeah. there. And we'd gone to the cemetery and you had a, 
a very strong feeling that he was kind of off in the brush somewhere that he was, you know, buried away from the rest of everybody else because of, you know, the, the crimes that he committed. And they basically, it was basically a lynch mob that came and just ripped him out of jail and strung him up from a tree. Um, it was said he was buried at Providence cemetery and we were going through the headstones. Couldn't, couldn't see him amongst the headstones unless he was one of those that were weathered and worn down. There's plenty that are just in, in pieces. Um, but you had a distinct feeling that he was off in the brush somewhere. It made sense because we had done another one uh, where a doctor had been the one that was uh, another hanging tree story in green, mm -hmm. in green County. And uh, we, the cemetery, the spot where he, well, we have a video about that too. Yeah. We actually have uh, one on that. You know, it's funny the spot, you know, where it possibly would have happened. Your phone was starting to do weird things. That was really weird. Um, something, something never done before. Yeah. Pretty. And thanks for the hearts, by the way. We, we, I, we know, we, you know, it's just with the research stuff, we know that that's the spot, you know, and plus my father had been there, you know, before, and he knew where the tree was before it got blown down right. in a storm. Um, and then if you go to the cemetery, you know, he's way back, like towards the wooded area, wooded area, and his plaques are like, you know where he's buried, but he's off right. away from everybody. Yeah, he's way back in the corner. Yeah. So it makes sense that. You know, this would be, um, this would be a similar situation. I don't feel like um, he would have been buried with, you know, everybody else. Yeah. I feel like he's probably, you know. Yeah. So now that the foliage is down, you know, we wanted to do it earlier, but for one, it was too cold, and then you had surgery, and so yeah. um, right now seemed like a good time to go do it. You know, before spring finally springs <laughs> and um so yeah we went there and we we're going through you know the brush and seeing if we could find a headstone and um i will say i mean there were a couple of pieces of concrete back in there i'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag but because <laughs> the video will be forthcoming soon um but it was it was interesting to say the least, and it's one of those. I don't know. I mean, could be a piece of concrete that wasn't marked because, like with that doctor, they used a little concrete slab and they took the plaque. And the doctor was a he was he, what was it? His brother-in-law that he murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And they just took the plaque off of his shop and stuck it onto this little slab of concrete and marked his grave. Um, so could be something similar with this. So obviously you can tell that there's still a little, still have a little question to answer about this one, but, <laughs> but there was an incident yesterday that was rather <laughs> humorous, <laughs> but that'll be in the video. Um, Rebecca saying, uh, retrograde is March 22nd to April 15th. Okay. Ugh. Why did I, why does it have to last so long? Yeah. Really? So, and Rebecca's also saying we have a witch's grave that sits back inside the woods at the back of our largest local cemetery. It's got a wrought iron fencing around it. Interesting. Hmm. So Where's back this in at? the woods. So, Rebecca's in, you're in Pennsylvania, right? That would be a nice one to do some research on. Yeah. Could become a Friday Night Ghost Frights. Could. Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs> have to go out there and do that, though. Yeah, we're always looking for those. <laughs> So, yeah, that could definitely be a Friday Night Ghost Race, which is what, I don't know, we might have enough with Clark Evans to make a 
well, it's like a mini investigation video, more than a Friday Night Ghost Rights, or it could be a Friday Night Ghost Rights. I don't know. Yeah, I like to figure that one out. I would, I would like to um, explore and dig into more witches' graves and stuff like that. Yeah, the one at St. Omer's was interesting. And I didn't really feel anything there. From her, yeah. It was more of the children there. Yeah. If I could block the rest of it out and just, you know, in some fashion, you know, focus on her or do a little bit of, do a little bit of, I don't know, to try to see if I can channel her energy or get it, you know. She's one that has February 31st on her grave as her death date. And so of course the local legend is that you know when she passed away she had cursed the town and would you know come back on the anniversary of her death date. So supposedly they put February 31st on there as a as a death date so that she could never possibly come back. Um, there are some other conflicting records was it? I think it was pneumonia that they said that she actually died of, and so yeah. there's some uh, conflicting records of dying on the 26th or 28th of that. It was it was February, so it, it's interesting that you know how they've worked in uh, you know the legend with her actual passing. So yeah, and her, I guess her her husband had preceded her just that December, so. And then it wasn't too long after that the entire Chris town just joined. Hey Chris. Hi Chris. But the entire town just Yeah, the, the entire town was gone like a couple years later, which was part of the curse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when we were in our ear, you know, we were finding Rebecca says she has written permission to investigate after dark at that cemetery. Oh. And that's was, always cool. It was on Paranormal State at one time. Okay, cool. Hmm. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to check that out. And, yeah, she's saying Clearfield, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, I thought she was in Pennsylvania. So I'm trying to keep track of everybody <laughs> as best we'll as I can. It. We'll add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What am I missing here? She says, I feel she wants to tell me something, but I need to go with the full moon so my gifts are stronger. Interesting. Yeah, moon, moon. For anybody that, that that doubts, you know that moon phases plays a difference. Um, if in my in my opinion, it does make a big difference for me. Mm-hmm. So, and she's also saying, "Sad and sorry, this was a little bit further up." Sad and sorry that weather worn damaged headstones aren't fixed. Yeah, that's always a shame. Um, and it was what was that cemetery we were at last year? It was where they were doing the wedding photography at. Oh, yeah. And it was just a small little, really out-of-the-way cemetery. But they were actually repairing some of the headstones because they were in these encasements. And you could see where they had dug some up. And they were actually working to restore them, Yeah, which I thought was fantastic. And it's just a little small cemetery that they were doing this to. Yeah, it was. it's one of those cemeteries where you would think people just kind of stopped going and forgotten all about it. Yeah. Yeah. so it's, you know, you would expect that kind of activity, like the bigger, the bigger ones, where they're a little better maintained and stuff like that. So I was kind of surprised, really. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of respect for that cemetery because there's a lot that we come across where they just 
you know, stuff gets knocked over or whatever, and they don't bother to pick it back up. And, you know, we'll do whatever little bit that we can when we go into cemeteries. Like, you're always picking up, like, decorations that have fallen and, and what have you. And, you know, on some of the smaller uh, headstones that have fallen, if I'm able to pick them up and put them back on, I've done that before. But there's some that are, like, just too heavy that you're looking at them and you're like, there's no way the wind blew that over. Somebody had to have kicked it over. But then being unable to pick it up. Being so unable to like, pick it up, yeah. You know, someone, you know, had to put some effort into that. You know, and I know that somebody, you know, if not the people that are buried there, but somebody is paying attention, you know, at Summit Grove Cemetery in Campsville, where I was born and raised, um, or walking through just randomly reading stones. This you weren't even with me, mm. but this has been several years ago. Um, but I had a recorder going, of course, and it wasn't windy, so we were able to actually pick up some stuff. But I, um, there was a, a stone that had kind of you know got cursed. So I was able, it was light enough where I was able to pick it up and kind of set it back upright, and then move the flowers back, you know, in front of it and. Um, a lady's voice, and it was a lady buried there, and a lady's voice said, thank you. So. I like that. Was it her? I have no idea. Don't know if it was a lady buried there or not, but somebody thanked me. <laughs> Bonnie Alpern says, when I moved to Arizona, I'm dragging Shauna and Mike there in winter. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, uh, a great aunt that, uh, that would do that. My Annie K, she would live in Arizona during the summer and would come back up, or during the winter and come back up to Ohio during the summer. So, yeah, I, I would really much appreciate the warmer weather in the winter. Yeah. I'm not a fan of winter at no, all. No, no. I mean, when I was a kid, that was fine. We used to play in the snow, go sliding down the hill, have snowball fights, all that stuff. Um, but aside from that, <laughs> for kids. I used to do all that too as a kid, but yeah. ew. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a as a kid in Massachusetts, I mean, we had we'd get nailed with snow like all the time. Get those big nor'easters come up, and the uh, the yard across the street from us had this fantastic hill that we'd go sledding down. It was wonderful, um, but yeah, that's as a kid, that's different than as an adult. <laughs> so, um, all right, Tombstone. Yeah, I'd I'd be up for Tombstone. Sure, absolutely. Tombstone has some great locations, some a lot of haunted spots. So, well, I got to get going here in a little bit. I'm gonna hit the road back to Ohio. Got to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we should probably get wrapping this up. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, we couldn't go live. For the yeah, we couldn't go live during the investigation. There was. <clears throat> what it was extended one X for me. So I couldn't do it on my phone and there was no yeah. Wi-Fi there to speak of. So, so we just couldn't do it. But Chris <clears throat> Mason, if you're watching this, I'm going to be hitting you up because we want to come back to Vandalia next yes. month. Yes. If we can, and we will go live for that one. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do Vandalia uh, in the spring because you talked about, <sighs> so you investigated with, with, uh, with Lee and Chris Last year during the summer when it was like sweltering hot up there. And I can't imagine. It was like being in a sauna up in the upper floors. It was just like, 
And I don't know if anybody else is affected by um, temperature like I am, but if I'm somewhere and it's just so hot, um, my body just like, you know, if I feel anything, it's hard to discern whether it's because it's my body telling me let's go somewhere cooler or, you know, if, yeah. if, the, if the temperatures are from one extreme to the other, if it's too extreme, um, then I can't, I can't concentrate. Yeah, it makes it tough. I remember doing <clears throat> Boonville out in Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to say the name. I'm sorry. Everybody knows it's Boonville, even though they don't want anybody saying the name of it. But everybody knows what the location is, which is ridiculous. I'm just going to say Boonville. <laughs> um, and I remember being there in the dead of summer, and they had a thermostat upstairs. And it was 115 degrees up in there. And it was nighttime, you know? <laughs> so it was, that was crazy. That was crazy hot up there. My first time on the Golden Rod was like that. Yeah. It was August of 2013. And it was, it was so hot. It was like sweltering hot in there to where, you know, the higher up you went, the hotter you got. And, um, and then plus the boat was kind of leaning a little bit. So you had the equilibrium mm -hmm. thing. It was miserable. And I was sure I was going to die that day, but nothing was going to stop me from going from one end of the boat to the other top and bottom and everything. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Don is saying that Shauna, I am a fainter, LOL. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so if we can do Vandalia in April, because I have surgery in May, and then June we have our event, and it starts getting into summer when it gets really hot. So April just, it seems like the ideal time to try to yep. work that out. So um, I'm also going to try to work in a couple of, um, you know, before access may, may be inaccessible. We don't know yet after April. Um St. Joe's in Lorraine. So I know you won't be able to be with me, but if I can swing over there, cause it's right down the road and Greg said that he would let me in. Um, might be able to do a couple of little live things from there here in the yeah. next month. So hopefully it'll be a little bit warmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this cold. My God. It's like a, a, a mixture of snow and rain out there right now. Yeah. So, Tired of it. Well, I drove out of Ohio to here in the middle of a snowstorm the other day. Come on. Next. And, then, and then I got knocked out of power and internet what a week and a half ago because of a snowstorm. Yeah. Next, next couple of weeks here, at least, it's supposed to be in the 40s and the 50s, and there's going to be some 60s. But on all of the nice days where the temperatures are higher, it's rain, just constantly rain. So there's going to be some more flooding. It's already above flood stage around here, yeah. but um, it's it's going to get pretty high. Plus, all the snow melt. Yeah, and that's really yeah. what doomed the goldenrod last year was that flood. Yeah, that that really did it. So, all right. Well, I guess been kind of yammering on here for a little while, <laughs> mm. and I got to hit the road. So, thanks for hanging out with us on a Sunday afternoon. Really do appreciate it. We have, of course, more coming up from Hunter Road Media. Um, Edge of the Rap on. Um, she's well, a good friend of Vanessa's down there in Louisiana. She'll be coming up for the event, the Hunter Road Media Paracon to speak. 
she's a she's a psychic author. Um, her the talk that she's going to be doing at the event, and we'll be talking about it um, a little bit here on Tuesday, and also what her book is about is uh, liability in the paranormal. So that'd be kind of interesting. It's not really something a lot of people talk about. Right. So it's in. Tuesday for Inside the Upside Down afterward, after Edge of the Rabbit Hole, I wanted to cover that aspect of DNA. I need to do a little bit of reading up because I just haven't gotten prepared for that. <laughs> um, I, there's there's stuff because it was on um, Girls versus Ghosts. We were discussing that a little bit. And there were some different aspects that I had looked into previously, but they were kind of going down a different route. I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little bit more research on that and cover it here pretty soon. And so I kind of designated that for this Tuesday and that's just, I, I need to do a little more reading. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm going to crash course it before then. And we'll have a, we always have an interesting discussion anyways. Is it, That's really what it amounts to. It's kind of like I, or we, you know, when we're both on there, we'll kind of throw out a topic, discuss it for a little while. And then it's kind of like open game on the, on the chat room. So yeah. All right, everybody. You have a good Sunday afternoon. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you on Tuesday. Till next time. <laughs>